Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. You know, when you visit Las Vegas, there's plenty of great museums and you can go all over time from the early days of Vegas through the mobster days and so forth. Well, there's another great place that you really want to visit there if you like cars. And, of course, I do. And it's called Nostalgia Street Rods. Really interesting place. It's a private collection of automobiles back from 1910 to 1965. And with us is the curator, Sherry Goldstrom-Harris. So, welcome, Sherry. Nostalgia Street Rods. What gave you uh, the idea of putting something like this together in a place where people are looking for all kinds of entertainment? Well, my parents um, gave me the idea several years ago because they are probably one of the biggest collectors in the state. And it's a private collection, so nobody really knew what they collected except for, you know, the immediate family. And um, as I was growing up, I, you know, began to learn about this collection. And I wanted to show people what my parents thought was cool to collect. So I, with along with my dad's help, you know, we built these um, museums that we have. And... It started out as a fun thing to build it for a place to house all his cars because he's been collecting cars since he's been, I think, about 16. Mm-hmm. But So we just built the collections, and I wanted to show people, you know, what they thought was cool to collect. And Well, I think it's a cool collection, and it's a little different. As curator, it must be uh, an important thing because there are places across the country, even I know Bill Hara has a famous collection and so forth, and there's various places around the, the nation that do this. What is it, do you think, that makes this particular collection some, a must-see for people that are visiting Las Vegas? Well, what I, what I see when I put these collections together, I just thought it was really neat how there's just not one thing that they collected. They collected numerous amounts of things and what you see when you come to our place is only about 60 percent of you know of our collection my mom started way back when with antiques and uh she just she loved to collect a little bit of everything and it's her collection she's got antiques she's got memorabilia she's got records she's got guitars she's got dolls um football baseballs she she really loved to collect a little bit of everything plus she was a car collector also she is the Chevy collector. My dad, however, is the Ford collector. And, you know, the the neat thing about it is there's race cars in there. There is, uh, you know, the Sears car from 1910. Um, and then there's, there's just, it's a variety of things. And the walls are all covered. And I just, I think it's a must-see, you know. Um, I've never had one person that's visited there yet say that they didn't like it. And uh, when you hear our story, our family story, it's kind of a cool one, and it's really nice to, to visit it. Yeah, I think it's a really neat place. It's like one of these places where everything's well taken care of, and you get a couple of things. You get a real culture trip. You get a, a wide assortment of things that will interest – some of the stuff's going to interest everybody in your party no matter what. 
And I think it's, it is a real good flavor for an American family and kind of American culture. You, tell us a little about your family because, you know, your family was particularly interesting. You had some tragedy and so forth. And you and your mom, really a, an early start uh, story of, you know, powerful women really put it, taking over difficult situations and making the best of it. Well, my family's story is very cool. Uh, my dad used to be a demo contractor for about uh, – 50 years in Vegas, and he was one of the biggest demo contractors, and that's kind of where his money began. And uh, back in the day, I used to drive truck for my dad, and my mom ran our office, and it was about the mid-80s that my, after I graduated high school, my dad wanted, um, him and my mom wanted me to come into the office, and it was then that I started seeing what they started to collect. Now, mind you, we lost my brothers um, right after high school. I lost both of my brothers from you know, they didn't make the right choices in life. And it's, it's something we got through, but it wasn't until then that we really realized, I realized that my parents had been collecting. I knew they were collecting, but I would work out in the field with my dad in, uh, you know, in the early years. And so I knew that they were collecting, but I didn't get the magnitude of it until I actually came in and ran our office. And once I got in there, then of course my parents really started traveling and collecting. And the cool story about it is, is that my mom, way back in the day, you know how, like, you men like to trade up things? Well, my mom, <laughs> she would put the cars in her name when she would buy them for my dad. So that, that's how his collection began because, you know, you men, you like to trade up things. Well, my mom's idea of it was to keep everything we could get our hands on. So, yeah. and, and, you know, my dad has uh, 250 cars today. You don't see all of them in the museum because we're out of space. But, you know, like I said, it's only about 60% of that collection. And, Someday I hope to have a little city there where our collections are now to just show people the cool things. Um, and I never wanted the history. You know, I want children that are younger than me and kids and families, I want them to see what the history is of life because, you know, nowadays people just kind of let that go aside and it's, it's something important that we need to teach our children and our grandchildren. Absolutely. And you know what I think is really cool is you realize how different cars were and how they changed back. Then. You know, now all the cars look very similar. You know, They're either an SUV type and they all have the same kind of dynamics and so forth. But back then, you really see different ways that people enjoyed their transportation and so forth. I, I think it's just a great way to visit you know, early, mid, and even late 20th century. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's just, it's so interesting when you, you know, when you go look at these vehicles and you like the 1910 Sears car, I mean, it's really amazing when you sit and you actually look in it. And it drove into our museum, so it was quite the thing to see. And then if you, you know, go to, you know, the 65 that we have or the 68 Nova, it's just, it's just amazing how they change. And now today what the way our cars are and the, the thing that I think is really cool is how things are coming back you know different things and you see that when you're in this museum you you see that some of the things from back in the old days are coming back a little bit just just different things you know yeah now are the cars primarily Chevy and Ford is that right Yes, they're all Chevy and Ford and I think that's particularly interesting uh, Sherry because when you think about the real American cars. I think Chevrolet and Ford probably of all the cars that are made in this country are the two that really represent, you know, mainstream America. So again, another great look at the culture of our country through that period. 
Yep, my mom loved the Chevys and my dad loved the Fords. And, you know, it's we used to give my dad a hard time because he's like a total Ford man, but yet some of his cars have Chevy engines. <laughs> well, that's really cool stuff. By the way, you are an interesting person because I don't know if people picked up on it. You drove the big trucks. In fact, I understand uh, you started with, uh, with like a Peterbilt, right? I mean, that that's not an easy, that twin-stick Peterbilt from the late 60s. I wow. did. It, it actually was my brother's truck, and I learned how to drive it. And, uh, you know, I I had to start at the bottom, too. And my dad, uh, you know, would give me a newer truck every few years, you know. And I finally, my last truck was an 84 Pete, and uh, I loved it. Still do love the truck. Still got my CDL. Um, very, very much into the trucks, more than most girls would would or whatever be, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I think people are going to want to get out there. They want to take a look at it. So let's tell them how to do it. Now, you deal primarily through tours, right? So how does it work? If we, when people are planning a trip to Vegas, do they get a time in advance, or how does it go? Well, first of all, um, we give three tours a day, and that's Monday through Friday, and it's 10, noon, and 2, and the cost of that tour is $20. But if you want to do a VIP tour ever, which is, an experience with my dad. Um, you get a free t-shirt with that. It costs 50 bucks. And then he just goes around and he takes you and he starts the cars and he does all this fun, amazing stuff. And you get to hear right from him exactly where it all began and how it went down. And um, we can do those tours on the off hours. Or if you have a group or a party and you want to come on the weekend, we do do weekend tours. Um, it's just in advance and you have to pay for them. Uh, and that's, that's how you do it. You just visit us on the web at, you know, www.nostalgiastreetroutes.com. And you can come anytime, Monday through Friday, on those three tours. Or you can just give us a call and we'll put your name down. And we'd sure love to, we love to give tours. And we have a great tour guide. Her name is Suzette. And usually uh, you go out of there rolling laughing because she's uh, quite the character. <laughs> well, Sherry, we can't wait. I mean, I think, yeah, you know, for the... The casual fan, they're going to have a blast. I think that one-on-one uh, -on -one with your dad sounds incredible to me. I mean, if you're one of these real car lovers, it, it would be a lot of a lot of fun for that. All And a great place for an event. So we'll remind people again, you go to NostalgiaStreetRods.com. It's a place on your next visit to Las Vegas, you really want to consider adding it. It's something to see. It's really well worth it. Uh, where exactly are you in terms of compared to the Strip and so forth, Sherry? We're just a couple miles from the Strip. We're actually... Um west of the Mandalay Bay, and we are um, south of the Orleans Hotel. So we're right in that little corridor there off of Cameron and Hacienda, and it's really close to the Strip. Oh, yeah, and that's really easy to get to. Sherry, thanks so much. We really enjoyed having you on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. Thank you so much, and you guys have a nice day. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. 
e-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home, and I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. That's 310-534-4180. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310-534-4180. Okay, Sean, we need to talk about our training budget. We're spending almost $1,500 per employee each year. What's the plan? Well, ma'am, 42% of companies are saying that e-learning has led to an increase in revenue. What does that do about the travel expense? E-learning allows employees to learn wherever they are. Then we need to consider the time away from production. I heard that e-learning takes up to 60% less employee time than traditional classroom training. Perfect. Let's find a curriculum company, a development company, a learning management software company. Actually, Epsilon XR specializes in end-to-end learning solutions with tools such as instructor-led training, online classrooms, simulations, virtual and augmented reality, and curriculum development. Get Epsilon XR on the phone. Epsilon XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Learn more at elearning.epsilonxr.com.